Is there air? You don't know. Seems okay. <laughs> there we go. Does Galaxy Quest fall into your top ten science fiction movies of all time? Oh, for sure. Absolutely it does. And ranks as your top number one science fiction comedy of all time? It's my, it's my number one Star Trek spoof. Um, <laughs> number one Star Trek movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's my Period. number one Star Trek movie. So good. Yeah. Um, I think this has come up a lot lately because I've been talking to friends and stuff about Star Trek and mm-hmm. and they a lot of their uh, kind of response is, yeah, I love Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah, know, they great. know it's not Star Trek, but they that's their connection to Star Trek is that yeah. probably haven't seen Star Trek, but they get this yeah. and they love yeah. this scene. Uh, so I figured I'd play it for them and for yeah. us. There you go. And I, for uh, my college professor, Vivian Rosenberg, who <laughs> I've told you, and I've maybe yep. mentioned this on the pod before, yeah, but have. she's like, you know, a 30s, 40s fanatic, only like golden era movies, very strict. Those are the only ones that matter, <laughs> except Galaxy Quest is a perfect film. That was what she would say. I want to meet her. Yeah, so she's, she's she's probably dead by now, unfortunately. No, she, maybe not. I didn't she, want to go straight she, there. She was, she was probably in her late uh, 70s. I don't know. I feel like. You but just maybe assume not. somebody who's the Golden Era fan yeah. would be gone now. Right. As maybe negative as that I don't know. maybe My is. My grandpa's still with us. He loves that era. Um, so let me ask you this. This is yeah. a, well, Hey, shout out to your grandfather. Hey grandpa. I don't mean to, I don't think you lost over this, that, but maybe I'll send you a I'm link. I'm glad he's still around. Um, he loves the movies. And does he, does he, he know what links are? Does <laughs> yeah. he know? My grandma doesn't. I don't know, know if he has a is. smart device. So. Um, well, either way, mm-hmm. solid shout out. Um, this is a thought that occurred to me in, since our last podcast. It doesn't really have anything to do with anything. I just wanted to ask you. Yeah. Uh, how much does the end of a movie, uh, matter to you regarding your enjoyment of a flick? So for example, if it, if you're enjoying a movie you're like, man, this is a solid eight out of 10 Yeah, and they botch the ending, like to what degree does that lower your, your ranking of that film? Is is that a, like a 10%? Pretty significant. I would say it's, it's an enormous knock on the movie. Like if you Um, can't close, if you can't seal it up, I don't even mean a bad ending. I just mean like not on par with the rest of the movie. The the film has had a chance. I think that's one of the most common complaints I have with movies. And I think not just me, I think a lot of people, um, in our friend circle, whatever you want to call it, like people that watch a lot of movies and really, try to have a critical eye that's kind of the first thing is like wow the first two acts were great and then i don't know what the fuck happened you know and i think it's me not being a writer i I can't even imagine writing a screenplay um really and i Mm. i would imagine that it's extremely hard to close a movie but uh i don't know i i I see it so much with like high concept shit where you're like the concept is great yeah yeah but the but they clearly didn't have a full kind of thought they had, Hey, wouldn't it, this be great? And then they kind right. of flushed right. out the the concept enough to have, you know, all the exposition at the beginning and then maybe a conflict in the middle. And then right. it ends up being like totally unsatisfying. That's so, how I feel I about know. every uh, Stephen King story. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like them all. And then Sorry, Steven. Like, ah, <laughs> yeah, that's it's okay. Ending. Well, I guess we'll see with uh, it too. We're gonna see that next week. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Join us next time for it too. <laughs> yeah. Is Doctor Sleep a book by Stephen King? Doctor Sleep. This sequel I, that's coming I out. I don't. That's a really good question. I don't know whether he actually wrote the sequel novel or not. I didn't look that up. Okay. Fair enough. I just, I, it, when I saw that trailer again yesterday, yeah, the movie, I was we haven't like, done that research. Wait a second. You know what's, you know what's is funny? That written by him? That, I don't know if this is good or bad. Um, it's probably better for my uh, mental health and it's probably worse for the state of films, but seeing that trailer feels so much less like blasphemy to me as it would have seemed 20 years ago. 
to be making a sequel now of a of a Stanley Kubrick movie. Let's talk China. about the blasphemy because obviously that's a religious word, right? Yeah. And I, oh, I was raised uh, I, Southern I, yeah, Methodist, Kelly. So I personally <laughs> you want to talk Bible? No, yes, I, I talk Bible I, with I me. Do. Bible and shit. Bible belt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry, new Bible podcast. and shit podcast. So, then off. Um, so my question there is, I was thinking about this yesterday. The 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 concept of making this shining sequel, but also, and there's the sirens. Yeah, coming to take us away <laughs> for <we> blaspheming. <laughs> they heard me um, talking about Doctor Sleep. It it is so common that there's stuff that's being rehashed in such like a weird way now. Yeah, that I feel like this blasphemy is happening all over the place. Yeah. And what I guess I was thinking about was how so many things are not precious anymore. Right. Um, and, I would say nothing is precious well, anymore. Well, the thing that it made me think of, which is not as maybe big a deal, but I kind of put in the same boat, is this Breaking Bad movie. So that's one of the right. things that's in the news where it's like, okay, they made a Breaking Bad movie. That they've movie. shot in secret, right? Like, Yeah, no one knew that this movie. was coming out. I think there was some rumor <laughs> But the bottom line is, like, we had Breaking Bad. A lot of people consider it to be one of the best TV shows ever yeah. made. And it happened. It ended. Right. That's the important thing to it note. it ended, and it <laughs> ended, and there was an ending, and it ended. And there was a prequel series about the lawyer. <clears throat> which is fantastic, and I love it. Right. But to then write... For Vince Gilligan to sit down... I, I assume he wrote this script. I actually haven't looked that up, but I just yeah. assume he did... For him to sit down and write more story yeah. after the end of Breaking Bad yeah. seems like something he would have been just like, no, I'm not going to do that. No. I agree. And is it just money? I don't know. Did they just go like, here's $100 million. Everybody else is doing it. To write it. You know, that's what I'm picturing yeah. is just like some ungodly amount of money. Because why does this exist? And I'm not saying I won't love it and see it and be interested in it because I happen to think the people that made Breaking Bad are such great artists and I think they should be making more stuff. But uh, at the same time, it's just if, like, yeah, this if, is blasphemy. If <laughs> Brian Cranston's character, okay, so let's just, we're throwing yeah. this stuff out. We don't right. have any actual knowledge. No, none at all. If we open with Brian Cranston's character laying there on the floor where we all assumed at the end of the show that he mm -hmm. died. Mm-hmm. And the paramedics get there, whoever, yeah, and they resuscitate him or save him. To me, that would actually ruin the show's ending. Correct. So it wouldn't matter how good the movie was. It would kind of be like it doesn't matter what the movie stupid. is because this is yeah, wrong. It's real stupid. It's wrong. So yeah. Okay, I'm with you on that. Yeah. But I mean, again, like you said, there's nothing really sacred anymore. You know, the reason I bring up, um, I want to bring up 2001 mainly because. Stanley Kubrick made The Shining as a movie, which, mm -hmm. you know, Stephen King didn't even like the movie version. But sure. regardless, he made the movie. He made 2001. And he famously burned all the sets from 2001. Mm -hmm. Right. So that Hollywood wouldn't do that thing. Yeah. He's like, I know they'll make a sequel. Yeah. And they still made the fucking sequel. Yeah. They still made 2010. Yeah, yeah. I never <laughs> saw is, that, by the way. Is it real I, bad? It's actually, it's not real bad as a movie. As a follow-up to 2001, it's terrible. It, oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with, like... It is a sequel in name only. Do you know what I mean? Like right. it, it has nothing to do. It does not. It does not springboard off of that story and that idea at all, other than them saying, you know, that space crew went missing. We're going to go out and find them. And then it just—it's a whole other thing. They don't discover anything that happened in it. Really, they're just capitalizing on kind of the the name and everything yeah. to make another space movie. And it's not—I said it's not bad, but it's not really good either. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just—it just is. Um, but yeah, I don't think anything. I mean, I think if they thought they could make money on, you know, The Godfather 4, they'd do it. Citizen Kane 2, they'd do it. You know, Wizard of Oz, they've already spawned a bunch of different ways. I mean, all the stuff that we consider holy. Holy, yeah. Uh, they've all been, they're being done anyway. So it's so It's going to be really interesting to see the next 10 years and, and whether this kind of rehashing or whatever you want to call it, sequelizing, I don't know, it, whether it uh, 
like ramps up or whether it calms or down. whether we all get fatigued yeah and, and the because studios i would really love to see that Just that would like, be great okay let's get back to more original stuff yeah a pendulum swing would be incredible but yeah. i don't know for the, i've been thinking that would happen now for about five years <laughs> right and it's so at a certain point you're like well i'm the idiot if i think it's gonna it's gonna swing back because right. um i don't know man i i do it does it sucks in this way that if you really care about any property and love it and it means something to you and value you know it's valuable to you even if it's safe now you sort of start to feel like well it's there's nothing really that's safe yeah i mean forever like, yeah i feel like something's gonna happen with it at some point to interesting lower the quality lower the bar so we're here to pep everybody up and give you a break from <laughs> well, let's, your, let's talk every day. It's been okay. So it's it's Labor Day today. You just drove back from uh, Palm Springs. Yep. So and you're thank probably you a to little, all the moms who have given birth. Yeah. You know, right. All the women all who have the, been through the, labor. All the labors um, that have you're happened. You're seen. You are seen. Pretty sure it's a different labor. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> so, I get a day off. That's I all I care about. Um, and uh, and you were probably in the sun a lot this weekend. Oh, man. Was I ever. Uh, Felt like a ghost out there. So you're, why? Because you're First time I've gotten sun in enough? a long time. Yeah. Plus, I was amongst, uh, I was amongst many uh, people of Latin origin. Right. Uh, I was the whitest of the white there, for sure. Well, you just um, got to get to the beach more, man. Yeah, I know. It's been a I really it's been leave, a cool summer. Gotta yeah, leave, got to leave the apartment more. Yep. Hop on that expo line. Go to the beach. <laughs> can't just be going to work. At the you house. can't just be going in the, the, the movie theater. Well, That's you know, fr- you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Right. Um. Well, so let's talk about uh, what we've seen since the last time uh, on. What have you seen? Well, I know something we've both seen. Yeah, more than once. It's called the Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh yeah, oh that one. Oh, yeah. see, three okay. for a loop. Went, <laughs> yeah, went, went, went another way. Um, <laughs> did you like it? I, I loved it. Loved it. I loved it too. Yeah, I, I liked it so much. Uh, Every now and again, Shia LaBeouf pops back up and yeah. reminds me of why I am actually a genuine fan and that yeah. he is talented and can do really, really great stuff. Yep. Um, but I liked everybody in it. I liked the movie itself. Yep. I liked the flavor of it. This is the, the this is the example. This is a good example of the uh, the swinging to original content that we want to see. Right. And it's right. like the, you know, the problem with it is just, they don't get a wide enough release yeah. and they don't have good marketing and therefore no one sees it. It has no bearing right. on the quality of the movie. It's just like, you know, it's hard to see. Yeah. So yeah. And, and um, as much as I love the movie and I think the title's appropriate, that's a book title that works yeah. and not a movie title that works. Right. If you want to actually draw a crowd. Right. Because everyone's like, what the hell is the Right. It's too problem? weird. Yeah. yeah. Or they can't remember Falcon or Peanut Butter. They can remember one of the two. Right. Like the, my mom was like, what's movie? that movie that you liked the other day? The Peanut Butter thing? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, but yeah, uh, I went with my girlfriend, Jess, and we both loved it. Yeah, I loved it. We I loved it. it. That was definitely uh, probably my favorite thing I saw. Yeah. If you can get to uh, a theater where it's playing, do it. It's yeah, absolutely. Um, I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood now two more times since the last taping. Uh, uh, that is the first, I'm glad you bringing that up. That's the first movie that I have seen three times in a theater mm-hmm. since probably like, I can't even my remember. high school or college days, like I, probably since I like, think I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, like maybe when they re-released the original Star Wars mm-hmm. movies, I remember going multiple times to those because yeah. I was like, oh, I get to see it on the Three screen. times is a lot. Yeah. I think I did Force Awakens twice. I think there's a few that I've done twice, but three is a lot. If you are going like we do to a lot of movies, if you're trying to see everything you can, then going to movies more than once even is difficult because like you're already seeing maybe three or four things even in a week, you know, or two or three and probably watching something on Netflix in between. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah, yeah, three is a lot. And part of the reason, I mean, I saw it, we saw it on that opening weekend. Yeah, it's in Ramadan. A lot of fun. 70 millimeter. And then the fact that my girlfriend wasn't able to come then, I went back with her. Right. But I always wanted to go to Tarantino's theater, the new bed. Right. So you saw it AMC digital projection the second right. time, just like I did. Right. And that was fine. Yeah. It, the crowd, I was glad we went, yeah, you when said we it went wasn't to the good, opening uh, because yeah. the crowd clearly was not keyed in in the same way as the yeah. opening night crowd was. And just having people either not catch the joke or not understand what it's about or just not respond if they did know right. i assume they didn't know i mean i still enjoyed it just as much and i caught even more right but it was a less enjoyable experience but that third overall. time seeing it at the new beverly oh. isn't it great yeah oh my god yeah as I loved good it. as as good as any it, of them. the the film print is gorgeous it looked here's my thing i don't know enough about film projection but everybody's raving about you got to see it on film which is 
fair and true. It was shot on film and, uh, you know, they, they want you to see it on film. And that's why a lot of theaters in this country are reserving a, a, a room or a, a theater for a 35 millimeter just for this release. But then we saw it in 70, right. which you'd think would be better, yeah, um, be at Cinerama Dome. But the color was n- not good, in my opinion, in that first screening. In, in terms of what I remember about it, if I, if I can like p- just picture one frame of that movie, is mm. dark and desaturated. Mm. It's just like not vivid okay. and not bright. And that might be a function of the Cinerama Dome's super unique right. projection. Right. But my point there is that I really expected there to be this kind of darkness and um, kind of n- not not uh, very colorfulness to the 35 millimeter at the new Bev. I thought, okay, well, right. maybe this is just a function of film projection. And then I see it in new Be- at the new Bev, and it's like fucking amazing looking. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't know I don't know what the 70 mil. Not that it wasn't uh, impressive, because it's that screen is so enormous. But anyways, that's what I took away from it. Plus, you know, they program the awesome. Uh, you know, trailer show oh, at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It's just a great theater. <laughs> uh, we, I, I did not. I sat in the front row. Oh, my, did you really? Which is my favorite. Holy yeah. shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Would've I got right, there right real there early. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we, we super enjoyed the new Bev. That was probably as enjoyable as any. And it yeah. was funny because now Jess went with me and she had seen it twice and she was saying the same stuff I was. She was just like, oh man, I caught this this time. Mm-hmm. I caught that. It really is one of those movies that keeps giving you it really more does. you're interested in it each time. Um, I can't say enough about it. I mean, I feel like we're still very early in terms yeah. of the movies you remember from yep. the year, but I feel like I'm going to close out this year and that's kind of going to be the one or at least one of two or three yep. that from this year that I remember. And I'm Oh, like, absolutely. That was, that well, was the fact like, that we've seen it three times, it's seared into our memory, but it's also, it's proven to now be one of the most rewatchable movies yeah. to me. Yeah, me too. Because uh, even in movies recently that I've loved that I've seen a second time, there's a little bit of fatigue the second oh, time. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. I already know all these beats. This movie's almost three hours long. I know, that's and what I was going to say. And I, I, to me, there was zero fatigue. Like I was just there for it. It the never whole time. feels long to me. Yeah. And it and it all honestly, it all all three times has felt like I could do with a little more. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I sat through the credits every time to see the fucking fake yep. cigarette ad. Yep. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. like all, the third time I was like, yeah. oh, let's watch it. You, you know have what I mean? like, to. I, you I, love I'm, it. I'm well, I'm I think that's a testament to the movie. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, great um, flick. Anyways, another one I saw, which is uh, very similar, is Dora and the Lost City of Gold. And uh, it's fucking Didn't see great. It. Didn't see it. <laughs> it is so great. I highly recommend seeing this movie. So it's it's obviously like, I, I never watched Dora. I don't know anything Me about neither. Dora other yeah. than that it's a very small children's show. And it's an educational show. She talks right. to the camera right. and explains words and phrases and things. And she has some side characters. Well, this is a movie clearly built or yeah designed for the people that watched that show originally, which are now teenagers to probably almost 20 ish years old. So it is really targeted towards teenage late age teenagers, if not older. I mean, it is not a kid's movie per se, even though kids I think would love it. Um, it's kind of more adult and it's fantastic. It's like an adventure movie a la, you know, uh, Indiana Jones and it's the trailer reminded me of the new Jumanji. Yeah, 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 and like that too. Yeah, um, it's just really, really good and positive, and right. everybody's great in it. The one guy uh, who played uh, in the new Overboard, he's in it. Um, I forget what that guy's name is, but he's a very famous, I think, Mexican actor mm. that we don't have in as many U.S. release movies. But he's an exec producer on the movie, and so he's in it a bit. And I really don't like him. He's not. He's oh, not really? good. But everybody else in it, Eva Longoria plays the mom, and then uh, what's his hilarious face from uh, Ant Man? Man, and all God those. damn, what's yeah. his name? Uh, Anyways, uh, they're they're <laughs> just the whole cast is amazing. The girl that plays Dora is amazing. He was in End of Watch too. He's been oh, a ton he's of stuff. A, a Michael Pena. That's Michael Pena. Yeah, um, but he's anyways. actually the best storyline. I know people love to shit on this movie now, but in Crash. He oh, and, he by and far. the little daughter. By far. That's the storyline and the scenes where yep. you're like, oh, that's really solid. You know what I mean? Like, even though I know people. You need a new door. <laughs> <laughs> Fix the lock. No, no. Sir, yeah. you oh, need a so new painful. door. 
<laughs> so painful to see um, that going. It's really bad. Anyways, so well the the main the main uh, chick. I don't know if you you saw this one, but she was in a totally different movie, uh, Sic- the Sicario sequel, right? Uh, Day of right. Saldama or whatever it's called. The Day of Saldama. Oh, we're so white. Sa- <laughs> what was it? Day no. It's whatever Hitman is in Spanish. That's day. like literally the day, day of. of the. Okay. Sal. <laughs> anyway, so Sicario Two. She's in Sicario Two, but she's fantastic. She's Sicario the one, Two was really uh, bad, by the way. Sicario but, but, yeah, right. was amazing. Sicario but, was incredible. Yeah, and yeah, Two was lackluster. But yeah. but she is yeah. great in it. Right, and right. she's the daughter of the Mexican drug cartel. It shows her range because she plays such a like. A uh, little badass. Yeah, like real badass and very adult. Dark. And yeah. 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 Not dark, at all. Yeah. Just from the preview, I was like, well, this and is then a she's different. Dora. Yeah, she's flexing <laughs> in a different way. She's great. She's great. Right here. So, yeah, cool. All right. Well, um, so uh, I also saw Blinded by the Light, which if you didn't see that, I, wanted to I see really it, want you to see chance, it because yeah. it is it is not, in my opinion, the trailer does not market it very well. Um, or it doesn't market it very accurately. It probably markets it the way that they need to, which is like, this is a fun musical about right. Bruce Springsteen right. songs. And that's like not what it is. It's a very topical race centric, uh, racism centric, oh, wow. um, and kind of dark and, uh, and dramatic movie mixed in with some positive musical elements. But, um, I think that's an excellent movie. It's way better than I thought it would be. Okay. Um, for what's worth. My mom and brother saw that and <clears throat> highly recommended yeah, it. Yeah, it's very I, good. I never know exactly how to take that because right. we always jive on stuff. No, it's, it's very good. Good to hear. Okay. Um, what else did you see? Uh, well, the other, I guess, current movie that I saw in mm-hmm. theaters was Good Boys. Which so uh, I really didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, again w- went like with it. Jess and we both we saw the preview and we're like, oh, this could be really funny. Yeah, and then we went to the movie and we were like, you know, had some, some bits, moments, but overall compared to what I thought it could be with the trailer, it felt like a first draft. Yeah, they it just, just wasn't that funny. Fucking work on it. Yeah, it just and, wasn't uh, that funny. I thought it was really poorly edited and directed. Um, but I those agree. those boys, the. Obviously, Jacob Tremblay has been in a lot of yeah, stuff, and he's very and, good. Right. Um, and I think he's relatively good in this. The other kids, I didn't think had much personality, um, right, right? And I'm sure they're trying their hardest to do what was on the page. But <laughs> how, how deep can we go in on these little kids? Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Performance. But it's like, but it's like they weren't given much to work with the you cool know kid the little asian kid the it's cool supposed kid they he's get in one of the most interesting yeah, characters he was in it great and he's um, barely in it they this is an r-rated like middle schooler movie and it felt like they really were very reserved right. about the r-ratedness and it's right, like well yeah. just fucking go for it they yeah. say fuck seven million times in this movie but like nothing else Everything else is super, yeah. in my opinion, tame. I don't know if that and was I, even the problem. I mean, I agree with you. I don't, I just thought it wasn't that funny. <laughs> like, it all, no, it's that's a subjective thing. The, I the, mean, people the could, script is not good, right? Um, but right. there are some moments of of humor, I guess. But I was real. I could not wait to get out of it when I when there I were a couple it. moments that that had me had me laughing, yeah, for sure. But 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 it was few and far between. Yeah, mostly it was just kind of sitting waiting for it to end. So, did you not see Ready or Not yet? No. In fact, honestly, I didn't even know what, so somebody recommended that to us this weekend. We were going to try to go see something this weekend. We were in Palm Springs and the whole group, none of us ever got out of the sun and ended up doing it. Sure. But everybody was talking about scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Which I also haven't seen. I haven't either. But, um, but yeah, the one that came up, the other one that got brought up was ready or not. And I don't know anything about it. I I haven't watched the It's fucking great, man. So this is another example of like a new original movies that, should be just everybody should see them because movies that are not based on anything. I don't think this is based on anything. Maybe it is. I don't know. It's based on, it's nothing, you know, though it's it's not like I know. Yeah. Um, Everyone knows it is the, the direct it's two directors and I forgot to look them up. Um, but, uh, I think they're a directing duo and the mixture of drama and comedy and horror and like action adventure it just right. it like nails every one of those genres in okay. a movie and with an amazing cast, but it's like tonally so good and consistent and visually great. And 
uh, the story's good. Uh, I, right. I have like very little negative to say about it. It's just fantastic. Um, and I hope, I don't, I don't know how they're going to, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's based on. I don't know if it's part of like a game franchise cause it's kind of about a gaming family. I don't know. Right. Anyways, but, um, okay. well, but it's great. Noted. Good to know. Maybe we'll try to check that out. Um, yeah. Um, there was a, there was a old one, a real old movie that, uh, we also saw in the theater at the arrow theater, mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago and they ran the great escape. Oh, awesome. <laughs> which was fucking great. Uh, I mean, it's one of I've my all time I don't think I've ever anyway. seen it in the theater. Oh yeah. man. Oh, it was so fucking great. So, um, it was really fun. Uh, they had parked one of the uh, sort of the German. Well, it, it wasn't actually a motorcycle in World War II, but based on the movie that the motorcycle that Steve McQueen rides. Oh, the sidecar one. You, yeah. Well, it doesn't actually have a sidecar on right. his, but it's the, you know, the the Nazi motorcycle, right. the Nazi soldier's motorcycle that he rides. Right. That wasn't actually made. Uh, the movie used a motorcycle, and then they released a bunch like that. Uh, based on that motorcycle, but it's really just a movie concoction. It wasn't oh. an actual bike. That oh, was used in World okay, War II. I found all this out by Kevin, our okay. friend Kevin, who has a motorcycle. Right. So I thought they had parked it out front of the theater for the movie. Yeah. You know, take pictures and stuff. It was just a guy who was a huge fan of the movie. Cool. That had come and parked it right out front, which was actually really cool. Everybody was talking That's to even him. Better. I was going to try to yeah. get a, a snapshot with it. Uh, but then everybody was kind of talking to him at the end and there was a big crowd and it was kind of yeah, difficult yeah, to get yeah. into. But we went in and, you know, they are huge screen and fucking great, you know, beautiful. It always looks beautiful at the yeah, end, in yeah. my opinion. And great crowd. Ended up being a full theater and cool. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, maybe we'll go in and there'll be 15 people. Maybe it'll be packed. There was a lot of like either fathers and kids or like grandfathers and sure. grandkids, which yeah. was like really kind of dope to see. Yeah. Um, and it was a blast, man. And that's another one that's like a three hour, 1963. I was going to say it's so long. And yeah. my girlfriend sitting there and just digging it. She loves Steve McQueen now. Right. Like right. all the shit I've talked about it. She's like, Oh yeah, I get it. You know? Right. So it was a blast. It was so much fun. Um, that's and cool. Had a blast in that. And then also having seen once upon a time in Hollywood, particularly that stretch where DiCaprio is talking about, almost getting great escape yeah and how he didn't really almost get the steve mcqueen part yeah now having that scene actually play the real scene yeah seeing mcqueen and then we went back to the new bev to see to see it again fucking hollywood yeah. again and it was like you know every time we were like oh we're out of they're so good they recreated it so well and the, it's awesome yeah so it just made it even better with those scenes the levels with all of this is so good yeah right. well the other thing that she said though was <laughs> the exact same thing that uh Oh, it was, um, there's another podcast I listen to sometimes, Bill Simmons podcast was Mm -hmm. mainly sports, but he was talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and he was like, what a fucking disservice they did to Steve McQueen by casting the fucking dude from Homeland as Steve McQueen. I don't know. He looks kind of like him though. Well, yeah, he was shitting on him and I thought he got the mouth and the mannerism so well. Yeah. Like yeah. all of that kind of stuff, I was like, oh, I, I see why his he chin's wrong, but that. like his his yeah some some of his faces he's doing really like good. a version of him, and yeah. he's getting the mannerisms right. But um, but just did say the same thing. We left, and she just thought McQueen was like this sexy dude, and she was like, nah, that guy can't be <laughs> McQueen in the movie. Like you know, coming from a different perspective than me, yeah. she was like, no, that's wrong. But I still stand by. I think the one scene he's got yeah he does that whole expressions and and the when he's explaining voice yeah he's talking about cheating and leaving one person for another which is all you see him on right um and i've also it's kind of a weird scene but it whatever i said this before though um you know so much of this movie is talking about hollywood yeah and there's a guy who's a hollywood myth and legend talking Talking about about other hollywood and we're watching someone talking about this guy talking about them yeah like it really it's like all that tarantino stuff where you're several layers in and you're you're just kind of watching things unfold it's very uh, voyeurism type quality but i thought he did great in that scene yeah capturing the way mcqueen was well do you watch billions He's the star of Billions. I have um, not watched Billions. I know about Billions, Billions but is I great. haven't watched yeah, any yeah. Billions. Okay. Um, but I like him yeah, overall. He's he's I, I mean, Band of Brothers is one of my all-time I guess, favorite I guess Bill ever. Simmons hasn't watched Billions because <laughs> <laughs> this guy's great. What does he know about um, flicks anyway? Well, speaking of Billions, there's another show on TV that I'm watching right now called Succession. Um, have you ever seen I Succession? Succession. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best shows on TV in last year. Um, all I remember about the first season was, uh, it was on HBO. I watched it from day one and I was fairly obsessed with it. And every episode was just so good. And I was the kind of thing where I'm like, is no one else seeing this? Like, this is so fucking good. 
And it was hovering at, I think, like 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I thought, like, this needs to be at 100. This is a 100 Is this show. the billionaire families and one money's being passed down from one generation to another and they're trying to take over the business? Sort of, yeah. It's, of it's loosely based on, like, I may actually maybe, know maybe the this. Murdochs. Okay, um, I may actually know. I haven't seen it, but I may They're like a this. media magnate type right. company. Right, and, uh, right. But, uh, but anyway, and the, the, the uh, data is... Uh, Brian Cox, Brian Cox, is that his name? Anyways, um, the point is that now it's in its second season. It continues to be, I think, one of the top one or two, three best shows on TV. And it now finally, I think, is nominated for some Emmys this year. Okay. It didn't get nominated, I don't think, for the first season. But I think now we're caught up with the the kind of the critical elite going yep this is flawless it is right. so fucking right. good so i highly just the way that we talked about other shows that you absolutely had to see right like uh, right. like escape of danamora and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some other ones um put this on your list what what would you i don't want to put you on the spot too much yeah, but, yeah. but i really want to because i enjoy doing it please um what would be the top two or three shows on right now for you oh on tv right now yeah like what's um, like currently going that you're well, just let like me here open are up my spreadsheet <laughs> you so, you vamp for so a minute <laughs> you're so good of course i can vamp yeah uh we're taking calls take calls. <laughs> <laughs> feel free question of the day is how much do endings affect your love of a movie or a television show so this is um, my spreadsheet um wow. and uh essentially right now we're not in a, when i grow up we're not a big tv uh we're not in a big tv month right now right so literally the only show airing right now that i watch is succession wow so it's right there. um that's that not make a, it number one that's not a, yeah, that's fair um <laughs> no but, but we're counting but no, anything I'm, that's currently yeah, going on even if correct I'm break. absolutely yeah. and that's why i'm going to scroll down this giant list right. um these uh five right here are ones that are about to start up with their dates um, and so I'd put Mr. Robot up there. I don't think okay. I'd put it in top three, but I'd put okay. probably top five TV shows uh, on Rick and Morty. I think is probably. I can the tell best. you right now. I agree with you that Rick and Morty is. I would agree it's with probably you. Probably number one. Rick and Morty is the best thing. On. Number one, it's the best. I am Until, shocked by how much I liked that. Even with everyone telling me how much I would like it, I'm shocked by how good I think it is because it's amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, none of these ones are really on right now. They're ones that I need to catch up on. Um, but everything here is stuff that I'm completely caught up on. And I think um, I think uh, on this list of HBO shows, I think I'd put High Maintenance in my okay. top couple. Um, I think High Maintenance is pretty flawless. Um, I mean, that's three right there if we're putting success. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, yeah, Billions is not up there. Um Better things. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Eh, yeah, I like it a lot, um, okay. but Just not can't. not like top five or. I got to get on comedians and cars again now that they got more <clears throat> new. Ones. Yeah, another another season just came out. Right, um, right. But uh, you know, this is tough because they haven't made a Fargo season in a couple of years. But when Fargo is on, it's it's. So you love Fargo. Our mutual friend Adam yeah, loves Fargo. Love Fargo. So how do you stack Fargo the show against the movie? Because I've I've seen the movie many I times. No, they're kind of the they're show. kind of a different, thing. very different. The, sh- right? the show is amazing. Though. Yeah, it's a fucking achievement. So it, that, well, that's why I'm bringing it up. Adam says, you know, he's like, man, he's like, I I love the movie. He's like, the I'm movie's not it, but a the movie. Show. I, you can't compare a ten hour story yeah, to different. a two hour story. It, you just can't because right. you can't tell ten hours of of story in two hours. There's no movie that's right, going to be right, like, right. Obje- you know, if you have a great television show, then you kind of can't compare, but, um, better. that's why the 24 movie never worked by the way. <laughs> Did they make a 24? <laughs> they, they tried for years, oh, but no, they okay. never, no, they never got it. Um, I also love killing Eve. That's in my top few. Better call Saul would be in my top few. Um, and, uh, and honestly right now, glow is so fucking good that's on my on my notes here for the uh for the list um the female wrestling it's up right? for yeah it's up for i think betty gilpin is up for best supporting actress mark Marin is just fucking amazing in this new season but betty gilpin deserves every everything right on. she's uh she's magnificent this new season it's the third season they're in vegas doing their show and um 
it is just so nuanced and fantastic and wow. not you, I don't know. I think I think if you haven't seen Glow, you probably just think about oh, it's about these lady wrestlers and it's kind of poppy and bullshit and fun right. and funny, right. but it's like that's not really what it is. It's a show about a bunch of people going through a lot of different shit and it's no, but I've, I've heard all, I've heard all good things though. So yeah. I, well, yeah. Uh, look, hard right turn, hard yep. right turn. Hard right. Because right. I asked go. you about the uh, the TV, but I see now that you're kind of scrolling through. James Bond five. James, James Bond, Bond twenty five. Sorry, five. James yeah. Bond twenty five. That was yep. back in sixty seven. I think James Bond five. Twenty five. No time to die. Title is no time to die. No which, time to die. Listen in the in the realm of james bond movie titles not bad i dig it yep not that, you know not bad it, at all. it's a it's a weird thing with bond but titles does that mean he's not gonna die because it's no time to die are they head faking us are this they actually is, gonna fucking do it and kill bond the asmr minute and immediately bring him back <laughs> why are we whispering i guess he's not gonna die then so bond titles like historically yeah you know short sweet usually based on a saying there's kind of a spin to it you mm-hmm. know, almost but it's actually really hard to do it there are some that sound so stupid yeah you know even though they're really the same thing this I don't one know what the feels like yeah it's cool badass i like it and like a sentence that i probably would have never spoken yeah so that's why when you hear it you go oh that's interesting so like i would an example i would give of one that was not good this that is no time not to die the movie jimmy <laughs> jimmy <laughs> Jimmy, I, put that down. I this is really. This listen, is no time to die. I know I'll fuck this up because this is. I'm not this cool, but I really want those to be my last words now. <laughs> like you know, when it gets this to that no point, time to if die. you're around, you happen to be around. Please <laughs> try to remind me in my state. Hopefully, when I'm really old in my state, or Jimmy, no time to die. Um, no, but uh, I think that, that one's really good. I always thought Quantum of Solace is an example to me of one that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ended up not being as good, mainly because the writer strike. And there's a lot of excuses I could make for that movie. I don't think that one, I don't hold that one. I think we put as. a lot of weight on the title and we look back 10, 20, 30 years later and we go, you know, what is a, a good example of the, uh, the uh, uh, Brosnan era is like Goldeneye is a really cool name yeah. and it's a one word and it's easy to remember right. and it's sexy. Right. And then Tomorrow Never Dies, I think, is fairly good it's right. like not bad right the world is not enough is like i don't know it's a little long what's, what's tough about yeah. that is that it's built into the mythology it's his family yeah motto, family motto. so right. like that's a great title in terms of the mythology but it's not that memorable and when you think back well, to world's not enough you're just like eh, whatever you know there is an actual bond family in england and that is their family motto <laughs> i'm not it, making this was up it they that tried to before sue yeah the the Ian Fleming so book? Fleming borrowed Bond from not this British family, okay. but he borrowed the last name Bond from literally the author's name of a bird watching book. Okay, because like he think wanted I something know. bland and basic yeah, yeah, yeah. to go along with James. So it had nothing to do with that. But then earlier in the series, I want to say like Honor Majesty's Secret Service, like mm-hmm. 1969, they lifted that from the real Bond family and said like the world is not enough no family motto. I don't know if it's that movie specifically, but it's yeah, yeah, one in that area in that where he says that, that the family motto. So it's not until 1999 that they make it a title and then also specifically say in that movie, family oh, motto again. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it had already been referenced. When it comes up in 99, the Bond family actually tries to sue the Bond franchise. That's they said, don't think it ended up working because it had been established so early in the series and no one yeah. raised any objections or something yeah. like that. But anyway, so – that's all kind that's, of weird. That's super interesting. Cool. But well, I dig this no style. No time to I'm die. I, I, and, I, and like the poster that came out, I, I just, I think the style of this movie, the style of the marketing, the style of the poster, the style right. of the trailer, like we haven't seen any of it yet. I mean, we right. saw a poster, but I think it'll all be real. I think it's going to be really badass. I think it's going to be modern and interesting and and just tight and cool. Right. And I'm, I'm super excited. It, okay, so this title comes out and i'm excited to see this and i'm very excited to kind of wrap up the craig totally. era and see what that's about as a big bond huge bond super fan right um and i was thinking back on it and i've been kind of trying to sort of put in order the james bond actors for myself lately um and i was in order kinda, of just who i favorite? like favorite yeah yeah, yeah. Sure, not, sure. not necessarily even who's done the best just sure who do i like yeah yeah and it was kind of funny trying to rank craig man because I truly think that Casino Royale is like as good a Bond film as has been made. 
Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's, I always put Goldfinger at the top because to me it established the formula and it kind right. of everything kind of copied it later. But I have Casino Royale right there, like top two or three. Um, and then I think Quantum was a mess, um, as cool as Craig was in it. Yeah. And then I think Skyfall is really good, but I also think was overrated. When people were talking about that as like, oh, best Bond film of all time, I was like, dude, that's not even as good as Casino no, Royale. No, not, not at all. And I also had a huge problem with them rebooting it as him a first-time agent, and then two movies later he was an ancient dinosaur agent. Like that was a weird – leap for a series right. that's gone on that long and actors who have been in the movies for right. six or seven movies just so make him, just weird he's still young like, and then specter to me was that's messy yeah the yeah. first half i was like this is going to be a great bond film and then the second half i was like oh it got ruined so I'm, it's weird how this last one may kind of dictate to me sort of how i feel overall that's good yeah i mean if he's got three duds even if the other two are good I don't know. You know what I mean? I, yep. I'm not really yep. sure how. I'll it's rank best it. out of five, right? Exactly. <laughs> Whereas with like Connery, I look back and I'm like, there's probably one that I think is bad, right? And then the others, even I mean, they're of their time, but I'm like, right. oh, just solid through and through, and maybe one that's one of my favorites. And with Roger Moore, it's the same thing. It's like his later ones where he's really old. What are you talking about? All his movies are well, fucking great. He, here's what's funny. <laughs> Because because I've been going great. through all of them, like you know, me and Jess have been going yeah, through yeah. them, and she's the first time she's seen them, and we're rolling through all the Roger Moore ones, and you know, Octopussy to me is like it's where he's like, okay, he is too old now, like he's too old to be Bond, yeah, to me, and then A View to a Kill is after that one, but there's something where it's like it's so over the top. And Christopher Walken being the yeah. fucking villain. There's and, too many good things yeah, in a view to it. It's like that one is one of those ones that just like on the James Bonding podcast, uh, we're big fans of and they're big yeah. fans of us. Yep. Um, yeah. And that one is the sort of so bad it's great yep. category for me. Yep. So again, there's only really one that I'm kind of like, ah, I don't, I don't like this one that much. And uh, of the seven that he did. Right. So anyway, just in kind of trying to order them. And I don't even know how you really rank Lazenby being in one that I think is great right. in one movie. Right. Or Dalton being in two where I think he's good in both of them, but I don't really this think It sounds like torture. Great. I'm not going to put myself through this uh, ranking well, I, thing. I've actually uh, enjoyed it. I've okay. actually, it's been like an enjoyable experience for me. But, but, the, but the point is, I don't have any conclusion. Right, right. I don't know where. And Brosnan will always be my guy. Like, I actually grew up and discovered Bond with Connery and Roger Moore on those Bond marathon weekends oh, yeah. watching with my dad. Right. Really in segments. So Brosnan wasn't like my introduction the way he was for a lot of people, like kids in the 90s. But he still feels like my Bond. Because, yeah. you know, he was the one Just in the, the right theater era. that yeah. I saw. Yeah. And I love Brosnan, and I think he gets a bad rap, and I think he was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, and exactly what you needed for that flavor of movie. And I think everybody remembers Die Another Day, and they shit on all the rest that he did, when in actuality, I think we kind of enjoyed him the whole time until the end. You know, yeah. which is like, it's a weird thing to be like, ah, oh, yeah, he sucked. Craig is great. And it's like, no, no he was, Roslin was very he was good. really good. Like just die another day was just, it was a me- It was a shitty sh- mess. Like from the minute they parachute, no, surfed in, uh, to, to North Korea, like, it was just a mess God, damn it. with the ice castle and the invisible cars and the fucking lasers. And well, Hey, so a couple nights ago I went to, uh, Russell had a poker night and, uh, Oh, nice. And as, Shout we, out to as we decided, um, he put on Casino Royale as soon as we all got there. And so we watched We watched almost the entirety yes. of Casino Royale. We watched all the way through the poker scene. And then as soon as they're at dinner after he wins, we were like, all right, we should really play poker now. <laughs> that became the end of the and, Yeah, that became the Yeah, exactly. And Wow. Uh, and Happy I, ending. And Happy I, ending. And it was like, yeah, he won and they're at dinner. All right, so let's go play poker now. And it, it's just fun. It's really fun to it's watch. It's funny that. you say that because that movie, one of the, and this is not really a knock, but yeah. one, when I think about the criticism of that movie, yeah. one of the few knocks that I have as a structure guy and kind of in, I appreciate sort of the natural three act structure arc. Right. The one knock I always had on Casino Royale is the same knock I had on The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. which is that it's a movie and then there's like a 30 minute short film after it. That's almost right. like an epilogue to right. me. Right. And as much as it all works together, it still feels like we have concluded the story. And now we're just kind of, there's something about the pace that feels like now it's dragging, even mm-hmm. when it's well done. Right. And I felt that way with, with Dark Knight, even if it had ended on a down note, all of the Two-Face shit could have been a whole other third movie. Right. They crammed that. so much fucking story And it's just like it there, keeps yeah. going. And yeah. that's kind of how I feel 
after, at least after the torture scene for Bond, where they mm-hmm. go off for a while and they're just sort of together. And right. you know, the mission's over. And then, of course, you find out it's not. Other stuff's going on. But it still just kind of meanders on it's, after having it's a so great so funny pace. because, like you say, it's not bad. Yeah, not at it all It just bad. feels weird. It feels weird. I enjoy um, it all. But unlike Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm aware that yep. it is still continuing to yep. go. And yep. it feels like we should have finished right. on those right. movies. As opposed to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's very interesting. Full okay, well, let's move on. Um, to some other uh, new so to some news because other than James Bond 25 there's a lot of cool shit I'm going to I'm going to spew out some stuff are you aware of that the CBS Viacom merger thing kind of like yeah. solidified so now all yeah. of Star Trek is under one company right and that's a huge What does deal. this mean, Kelly? Holy fuck. I don't Tell know. I don't what know. it means. <laughs> it means that now Star Trek is one thing now yeah. and for uh, the better part of a decade yeah. Maybe more. I think 2009 or eight or seven, somewhere. It's weird that it ever split. Or maybe it was before seven. It might have been during Enterprise. Enterprise it's definitely what like, brought us the J.J. Abrams right. movies. Right. It fractured when then we had CBS owning the television rights and Paramount owning the movie rights and they couldn't be crossed. So you Man. couldn't have like, like when Enterprise was on in the early 2000s, they couldn't make an Enterprise movie because right. Right. even if they wanted to. Because they couldn't. And so then JJ went off and made his Star Treks and there's a different cast. Or even Voyager. Like if they had wanted yeah, to go into yeah. Deep Space Nine or Voyager yeah, films, yeah, yeah. even though those shows they, were done, same thing. Starting in whatever year that That's was. That's probably more yeah. likely than Enterprise. Um, it's I forget what year DS9 ended though. Was that like 2000? It was, uh, no, it was, yeah, it was right at 2000. 2000. So 2000. yeah, so, it was a little earlier. Well, the fracture didn't happen for a few years until... After that, but I guess but the, they weren't done with the next generation movies until 2002. So that's my right, point. If they right, were going right, to launch right. into the next one, I think that kind they of they kind of injected Worf into which one into uh, Deep Space Nine. No, I mean into I guess it was First Contact. He shows up in the Defiant. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was kind of oh, like so a crossover. Kind of a yeah, it's sort of true, there. Anyways, the point is that um, this is very exciting news. Um, another weird thing is that Sony and Marvel split over Spider-Man. Yeah, right as one family comes together. What do you make of that? That like, feels really stupid. Um, like I don't so mean to dumb. shit on our former employees eh, and, and, and it, our employer. And as, as a... Um, with friends that still work over there? I think the rumor is that it was Marvel's decision. Right. But I don't know. But it, again, um, it's half, half-ass internet research because, yeah, again, hard. more stuff will come hard out. To and know. It, and yeah. it seems like there's a lot of confusion even amongst people who are in the know right now. Right. Based on the stuff I've been reading. Right. But to me, it felt like if there really was a 50-50 split that was being offered. Yeah. I was thinking, what could Sony have asked more than that that was so ridiculous and ludicrous that Marvel would walk away? Marvel's holding all the cards anyway. I mean, I realize they're not holding Spider-Man in a way, right, right. but like they're still holding all the cards. Like it's like money just, to be made. You just or think not they would to want to retain the Spider-Man character. It's never been higher in their stuff, right? For regardless. people being interested yeah. in kids being, in, and the they fact that like it. Tom Holland immediately stopped following Sony, like the minute it was announced, like, I don't know if you know about this, like he on, unfollowed Sony, you know, like on Instagram, like, but he works for Sony. Shit. That's my, <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> that's a bummer. And there's Sony cutting um, in. Yeah. <laughs> Take us so, out. They're, hey, you know what? And live and let die. Roger Moore. They actually kill a guy by raising the volume too much on right. these earphones <laughs> so at true. the UN. Okay, turning on. Do not disturb. Sorry. Um, okay, so here's here's the uh, wait. So Tom Holland unfollowed Sony. Right. So Tom Holland's Instagram Sony. account. Like immediately unfollowed Sony Why? after that happened. I don't know. It, it, works was, for it Sony. was one of the things that was in either Variety or the Hollywood Reporter. That's Reporters so weird. Said and Tom Holland has now unfollowed Sony because you I sure assume, it wasn't Marvel. Okay, no, it wasn't Marvel. That's that's, that's yeah. the reason that I remember it. Yeah, I remember being so like, oh, bizarre. it must be Sony's fault. Everything must be Sony's fault. Right. It's like that was my you know, and well, not knowing. But here's that was my the thought. two crazy parts of this. The most recent Spider-Man far from home is so drenched in Marvel right. shit. It's based on him taking the reins from Iron Man. Well, that's it's because like, they had just merged. Finally, right. Spider-Man had come into that universe and they had figured it and out. And then, and then the, the way that the, the way that far from home ends it implies <laughs> lots of connections to Stark Industries and right. things like that. And you're just like, what the fuck is going to happen? And there's a storyline to resolve that they will not be able to resolve. Presumably. Bring any of yeah. Them 
Um, and obviously, anything is possible. Obviously, they could get back to the negotiations if enough yeah. people complain. They could do it next you week. Know, yeah, they could do whatever they want, but it, it just is so weird. But one of the interesting things is the Venom tie-in. So, right. like, they could tie, they could, because they have a second Venom that they're working on, and it's supposed to be really dark and really gory, and they got, uh, what's his face, face who played Gollum? What's his name? Oh, Andy Serkis? Andy Serkis is directing. No shit. Venom 2. Oh, man. Um, As huge Lord of the Rings fans, we're both excited about I'm that. I'm stoked. <laughs> Um, and maybe so, <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of similarities in Venom and Gollum, you know, oh, sure. split personalities, um, but, motion capture, but the, you know, Venom is wholly a, uh, a Sony thing now. But, so, but listen, um, if they had kept it together, they could have still tied that in and had the Marvel stuff. It's not like Sony well, couldn't have brought him over. Well, I, what I guess I'm saying is that I don't think Marvel would have one uh, allowed uh, venom to as be the tied bright, in shiny yeah, storylines because they they're disney I, okay they're disney yeah, that's fair that's but fair. but now they're off on their own they could do whatever yeah. they want and they could tie it in even though venom takes place in san francisco and obviously new york yeah yeah spider-man's in new york but um anyways that's an interesting thing they meet in chicago um, right <laughs> <laughs> shit goes down in the windy city did you see that uh you know they're pretty much foregoing a wide theatrical re- release for the irishman um yeah but the, um, the, the end of that statement is that it's really not i don't think it's necessarily based on a netflix decision i think a lot of people are like fuck you netflix but it's like they made this movie and want it to be seen in theaters so that it can be up for the Academy Awards and all that right, kind of stuff. Right. But uh, there is a policy with every major theater chain, uh, Cinemark, AMC, Regal, whatever, right. that movies they show cannot be available online for three months. Right. Like that is their policy. And so by definition, they simply won't be shown in the major chains of theaters, but any smaller chains will presumably have it. So uh, now so it, will s- this affect at all Steven Spielberg's big speech on whether or not Netflix movies know, can man. be <laughs> I don't know, allowed man. to be in I the running get all for that awards? Cause uh, yeah, fucking weird. Yeah. Um, so we're getting a new matrix. Wait, let me, let me wait, yeah, wait, hang yeah. on oh, yeah, yeah. time out for one second. I don't yeah. know we're going long on time, but yeah, we'll quickly, uh, Irishman, you saw the trailer. Sure. Are you excited for other than not at all that? Okay. Cause Scorsese master, I think, I like think, a master, course, right? We, we have and everybody respect. he's got in it. Great when I respect. heard they were all coming into it, I was like, fuck yes. This is going to no, be incredible. The trailer was boring. I watched the trailer and I was like, I, I don't think, give a shit about this. I think this. here's the deal. We just, we've seen so many movies with these characters Monster, yeah. and we're in, in this kind of vein right. um, that uh, I think what we needed out of it was some really, really, really powerful kind of moments, little sound bites, little clips that were just like blew us away in order to show us something new or some story elements that were new because ultimately it's just a mob boot, you know, another right, mob movie. Right, yeah, and it's sure. like, I, 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 it might be outstanding. There are a lot of movies that are just kind of tried and true tropes that are great. But will it like blow us away when we have so much other stuff yeah. going on nowadays? It won't. <laughs> Probably not. It won't be fucking Goodfellas. That's the thing. Right, like right, when you see something right. that's the same as that, but not as good by the same people yeah, over, yeah. it is kind of like, well, like, right. we're doing that again, which is fine, but we already did Departed in between those. Right. So if we're stepping down each time, right. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, all right. So we're getting said, a new uh, Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, again. <laughs> Super weird, what? man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love Keanu and I want to go back and see Matrix on the big screen this year being the 20th anniversary. I think that's a fucking perfect. So I forgot to mention that uh, I'm going to see it tomorrow morning and it's not because I don't want to see it with you. It's because I don't have any other time. Yeah. Um, It's obviously going to be in theaters for who knows how long, but I've got a couple of weeks away and tomorrow morning. I right. had open, so I was like, all right, well. Jess and I were going to try to see it. There's like a rooftop screening and I think a cemetery cool. screening, Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and neither, oh. neither of them we can make the date, yeah. so also a drag. Well, see it at an AMC or whatever. Um, right. Did you uh, did you see the little like um, Star Wars D23 special yes. look? There's yes. some like interesting bits at the end of that that are 
clips. I, I dug it as a yeah. kind of a trailer type of because thing. it's a retrospective of right. the entire both trilogies, all three trilogies. That's why I dug it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a heroin it's addict. Just, they, they put the oh, needle yeah, right in front that, of me, and I know clips, it's bad clips, for me. Like the minute you start showing <laughs> all, all the clips of all the, the original trilogy, I'm like, oh, remember how good that was? <laughs> and it when it blends right in, it's like, oh, this will be great. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I know oh, how is good this that, that was. same movie. All right, oh, cool. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what I think is interesting is that the poster that they released, which is Ray and Kylo just fighting on a thing, yeah. Um, yeah. has a big giant Palpatine right. head behind them. They're they're not hiding it. Like well, yeah, that's we know his fucking they face. They hinted at it in the last trailer, and uh, everyone wondered. And now it's like straight well, in they, front of you. They hinted at it, and then the actor came on stage. Oh yes, yes. So like it so wasn't even a hint, but it was a matter of like wait are we wait are we actually gonna see him again um and uh i think the answer is yeah his face is the whole entire fucking poster again i'm just spitballing here but you know you go back to the prequels now that we know they're not ignoring those right and they're making this a full trilogy of trilogies and uh, the nine episode episodic era of the skywalker family right that's the story we're being told and whether you like that or not that's what's going on so if you take that into account i mean it's hard to miss that that scene where where Palpatine is telling a young Anakin, you know, Hayden Christensen, that how Darth Plagueis the Wise learned to to cheat death, right? Right. To not die and escape that. And we know that Jedi can come back as force ghosts and they're more powerful. So it's not that weird of even of a thing when you stop to think about it. It's just at a certain point, you lose sort of any, um, there are no stakes anymore for people. If people can just come back. Which, which is the same point that I made when we talked about episode seven, where if the Empire is back and it's better than ever and it's been 30 years, the stakes of the original trilogy, which I yeah. fucking love and is my favorite movie series just ever, kind of shit on. doesn't matter yeah. because it's yeah. a thousand year rise right. of the Sith where they've been in hiding for generations right. all this time and now the Empire's taking they over. They beat them. Yeah, everything's now at stake. it doesn't matter. And now it's kind of like, no, them. there's another war. The wars just keep going. Star Wars plural <laughs> because yeah. there are many wars and they'll just yeah. continue. So it kind of doesn't matter. They're still fun. Yeah, but it doesn't you. matter now. And the same thing now with people dying, I guess. The well, the... Yeah, I had a thought, but I lost it. Um, do you, you watch the Mandalorian trailer? Obviously, yeah, yeah. that looks fucking cool as shit. Great. This is what I've told you all along. What I'm interested I'm in so is, is uh, mining out that world and that yes, give that us the universe world and everything don't we give want. Us all the bullshit. We don't need the same characters popping in. And, yeah. Don't continue the story. Just end that one. Start another one. And I'm in. And that's why Mandalorian. I'm in for. Um, it looks so good. And obviously, to have. Uh, uh, Werner Herzog in there is yeah. so powerful. Fuck. His voice is amazing. Yeah, he really is. Uh, that yeah. voice is unparalleled, man. Yeah. So one thing that we thought was going to happen, maybe with the Disney purchase of Fox, is that we were going to lose some franchises. Right. And there are some that they have said they are not going to continue developing or releasing. Okay. But I, I don't know that I saw the Kingsman stuff in there for a while, but it then, yeah. but it then yeah. came out in the news that they are going to continue with that stuff. I'm stoked for that. But did like you those. see the trailer for the King's Man? I did. King's Man? The yep. King's Man. And I'm interested. Um, fucking great. Like it. Yeah. What a great idea, like the idea to give us this and, yeah. origin, like World War II, whatever World origin. World War One. Oh, is really? it one? Yeah, I didn't even realize one that. With okay. the trenches and shit. I mean, it's I, I like, I don't know my words. Back in the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There weren't trenches in World War II? There, there still were. You know, here's <laughs> okay. the interesting thing. Once tanks rolled around, it was almost like, you know, the machine gun created trench warfare, which changed everything. Thing, right? right and then in world war ii they still had cavalry on horses until like the first charge were like tanks <laughs> you know what i mean it's like well it doesn't matter how brave you are on that one that's kind of it which is part of what warhorse kind of plays into oh i never um, saw that anyway so that those two wars obviously cha- both of them changed everything it's been but, yeah, in a so. history minute yeah with Patrick. <laughs> and glorious masters um, <laughs> historically accurate check it out so how great was the joker final trailer you saw that too as good as everything else oh, yeah that's God popped up it. that yeah it's um so great as good as anything that i've seen it you know it really the more i see of it the more i realize somebody wrote the other day you know this is really looks like an homage to the gritty 70s filmmaking and that yep. from the very beginning i said this looks like taxi driver, taxi driver. Yep. and i don't know again i don't know whether it needed to be Joker, it could have been something else. I just know that now people will go because it's Joker, and it yeah. looks like Joaquin Phoenix is going to be fucking. I think it's a. I think uh, DC made some great decisions by letting 
whoever Todd Phillips, you know, yeah. go nuts with this. It looks and unreal. I think they, I think DC needs to uh, keep doing shit like that. It looks terrifying. Uh, forget that Zack and, Snyder exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, you saw the trailer. Already. Here's some trailers that uh, came out recently. Did you see the last Christmas trailer? I did not. Um, it's great. Check it out. Um, it looks Amelia really, Clark. really, really, really fun and cute. Um, Bombshell. Do you see that trailer? See that one either. Check that one out. That's the Megan Kelly Fox News um, scandal oh, okay. movie. Okay. With Charlize Theron playing Megan I'm in. Kelly. I'm in. Um, with Fox News Margot scandal. Marty playing oh. someone. And uh, and uh, and uh, uh, God, what's her name? Um, Nicole Kidman playing someone else. Shit. So it's called Bombshell. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm down. And lastly, did you see saw, the yeah. underwater trailer? It's all underwater. Holy yeah, shit! All Where did that come from? I don't know. I, I don't am know what's going on. Fully on board. I don't for know what's going big on. Big budget, uh, like dystopian underwater right. bullshit. Because it looks. I don't necessarily care about the people in it so much. It's like you know Christmas. who's making it? No. I don't either. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why I asked. No, because I saw the trailer and I noted that also, but I don't really know. It looks like it cost a lot of money. What's funny is that Kristen Stewart pops up for that one and she pops up for Charlie Charlie's Angels. Angels yeah. And they couldn't be further, you know what I mean? Like, and she's definitely I'm, I'm doing not a big fan of her. Things. Um, but let's see. Underwater is directed by, uh, yeah, if my browser will let me click on things. Okay. Um, it is uh, burr, 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 burr. directed by William Eubank, who hasn't made anything I know. He is. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, wait. Director? Yeah. Never made anything I know. He's uh, looks like a young guy. And maybe kind of new-ish. He's got a few credits. Okay. Uh, most of his credits are as cinematographer. So uh, that's pretty weird because it looks like very expensive. Um, well, yeah. There's coming a lot out of water. January 10th. <laughs> um, yeah. How weird. Okay. But will Anyways. it be better than Jaws 3? You know, uh, your guess is as good as mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, uh, so I have a couple of bits of listener feedback real quick, if oh, you don't great. mind. Yeah. Um, one is from my cousin, Corey, and this is a, uh, this is a Corey. quote, uh, or a text rather. Okay. I started trying to watch the older Bond movies after listening to you talk about them in your podcast. Dude, they're rough. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's funny. You know, how old is Corey? Uh, he's my age. He's, uh, 30. Oh, right on. They are pace wise, they are very slow. Yeah. I mean, by today, they're honestly, man, anything pre 80s, 80s stuff is slower. Yeah. But it's of the same kind of flavor as what you get yep. now. Because right, I think right. we're watching the grandbabies of Spielberg and Lucas's mm-hmm. blockbusters. Right. But if you go before that, even acknowledging that maybe like, oh, Godfather's as good a film as has ever been made. Slow. Your pace, you, yeah, you have to get in there yep. and, and just be on board to kind of let it wash over you. Yep. And be, I mean, the Bond flicks. Back then, they were showcasing so much just a location and a suit mm-hmm. that they would just track across, across a whole hotel lobby with yeah. no cuts. Just to show it off. Like the music, the Bond theme would play of him walking. Right. Like to right. check into a hotel. Yep. So I, I'm totally, I understand that yeah. thought. I told, that's what um, I told him. I was like, I totally get it. Yeah. Um, it is whatever what it I is. Says. Um, so. And then the other bit of, this is not listener feedback. This is like a fun fact. Um, but got, seriously, Corey, uh, man up. Jesus. No, sorry. Keep going. You're such a dick. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so a guy I work with JD, he's a great guy. He, um, well, he, um, we were talking about Top Gun Maverick and, yeah. uh, his, uh, his parents are in the Astro, <laughs> what is the word? They worked at NASA a lot. They're like, they're, oh, yeah, they're the very, NASA, man. they're very into, uh, I don't know. They're, uh, scientists of some kind. I think. Yeah. Anyways, the point is he, he had this bit of information. He's like, did you know that the original top gun, uh, the air force allowed them to fire one missile total for the entire production of top gun. Wait, you mean the Navy? Or the, the Navy, Navy yeah. Sorry, did I say? Well, I, well the only reason yeah. I noted that is because as a kid, I thought yeah, it was yeah, Air of Force because my dad was Air Force, and I was excited that it was Air Force. Then I found it wasn't naval, right? Aviators. Yeah, I got you. That. That's right okay. in the right in the movie. Right. Right. <laughs> damn, damn Navy. Okay, um, but yeah, sorry. Anyways, the Navy them allowed fire. them to fire one missile total, meaning only one missile was fly, filed, 
fired for that for the making of it and so it just had to be filmed like from a million angles to cut it a bunch of different ways to use it a million times uh, you know everywhere this is and this makes isn't that great yeah (laughs) this makes me like it even more. now i did not do any fact checking on that but i trust jd i believe him so yeah anyway shout out to jd Um, and that's the best listener feedback we've gotten yet (laughs) that's two fine pieces of feedback Um, yeah i mean jd's comment was better than Corey's, who shit on the old bond movies but no those are actually both great comments i think and so Yep. And legitimate. Uh, great. Well, uh, do you got uh, anything to wrap us up? I do. I have a hidden gem for cool. everyone. And this is one that I missed. You know, when you're a kid, y- your years of separation and movies you grew up with, I mean, you and I overlap a lot, mm-hmm. but there are definitely things that I saw and you didn't see and mm-hmm. vice versa. Just being like four years apart, four five years, years apart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two years can be so different when you're right. growing up. And I recently rewatched that. Well, just rewatched it. Watched something with my girlfriend the, for, the, for the first time called We're Back. The dinosaur animated film. Oh, I told wait. you about this. Off-pod. I know of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this movie, I I can't recommend it highly enough. And I'm also going to kind of, um, I'm not going to knock it, but this movie is legitimately what you would have come up with when you were like seven yeah. and what you wanted to see but also kind of good. Like it, it shouldn't be good. Like it open, there's time travel. There are animated dinosaurs who are, who talk. They, um, there's uh, like an insane villain with like a zoo. Um, the, the, the opening scene, the T-Rex is playing golf, um, that's all I'll Wait, give is it, you. Does it, it takes place in present day uh, and they're back? Some of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Don't tell me it. anymore. That's um, fine. But it's uh fucking fun. It's okay, a lot of fun. Cool. Um, John Goodman does yeah. the, the main voice. There's a cool. couple people, but it's one that I had no knowledge of. I yeah. mean, not just like, I didn't see that. I didn't know this movie existed. Sure. So definition of a hidden gem. And we watch, and then I'm posting up like, so I saw this crazy fucking movie on Facebook. Yeah. And like, 90 people immediately were like, oh my God, I got to go back and watch that. I love that when they I was a kid, I definitely whether it holds up or not. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So I didn't either. I was wondering if you I might don't have. Think. But, I don't uh, think. Yeah, we're back. That's funny. Um, check it out. I don't know what really to say about it other than just check it out. It's something awesome. else. And you know, call in and let us know what you think about it. <laughs> you see nice. It. nice. Um, well, we're long on time, so we we'll are. save the Lord of the Rings stuff for uh, the next pod. Oh, shit. Apologies to I gotta our, put that in my notes. Rings yeah. fans, I know. All we right. keep skipping over yeah, it. Keep skipping it. Um, it's good to be back, right. and we'll be back again for uh, the Emmys. I think that'll be our next one, the Emmys, um, the Emmys. which it, we'll have to do some uh, TV catch-up before yeah. then. Uh, yeah. You more specifically. I'll have to do a lot you'll of You'll need to do a lot of TV catch yeah. I'm going to quit my job yeah, and cool. start watching more television. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys.